Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. So many great moments. Oh, here we go. So many thrills. Oh, hang on. So many spills. And we're underway. Triple M is proud to present... Unbelievable! MG's Rugby League Rundown. And in the words of Blink-182, we are a day late and a buck short today. MG, welcome back. <laughs> ah, welcome back. Yeah, that's a good song too by Blink-182, I must confess. I like them as a band. Mm. Coming to town in uh, early 2024 as well. Really? Mm-hmm. They've What's reformed. It's the original group, all of them. Yeah, love them. Anyway, less about uh, uh, music, more about football. Uh, State of Origin, let's talk about it. Game two, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, we're under a week away from this one now, and the teams are in. Both teams having made some some forced and some unforced changes. Quickly, Queensland, the three changes they made there. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo out, Tom Gilbert out, Jai Arrow out, all out through injury. Xavier uh, yep. Coates, winger we know, proven origin performer. He slots in in place of... Um, Selwyn Cobbo, uh, you see who they who are the other people they brought back in as I bring it Nani, up in front of Nani me. Nanai comes in Jeremiah for... Nanai, who probably would have been there in game one had he not been yeah. suspended. Yeah. Um, and then who's coming in for Jai Arrow off the bench? Uh, Mo Fodawaka. Mo Fodawaka. Yep. Thank you. So Thoughts? yeah, look, it's a bit of a bit of a like for like. I think um, as you as you mentioned, um, <clears throat> Nanai or Nanai was probably lucky, unlucky not to miss the first game through suspension. Um, Kafusi, I think, is unlucky a bit. Um, if we're going to play that type of card. Yeah. But, but looking at what um, Billy Slater's done in the first game, his kind of reputations don't mean anything anymore. He's he's a student of the game. He's been watching a lot of these players for the last month or two, and he might see things in some people's games that he don't, don't think would suit his type of coaching. So uh, good on him. But, and you look at New South Wales. Well, worse than there been a circus down here, and that's using Brady, Brady, <laughs> Freddie Fittler's words as circus because – Look, you know, you know, it's an almost origin time again because all the hyperbole that gets around, and we've got Brent Tate saying that you know Nico Hines is never going to play Origin again, and we've got Corey Parker saying that Stephen Crichton should be so pissed off it's not funny. Well, how do you know, boys? You Queenslanders. I mean, how about you worry about your own backyard? New South Wales getting advice from Queensland is like Ukraine getting advice from Putin. Now, you stay in your own yard, stay in your own backyard. Don't worry about our, our guys. Don't worry about who's half, who's who's this, who's that. Freddie's got a plan. And the thing about it is with Origin, when you're backed into a corner, there's nowhere else to go. And the only way you can do, you've got two things you can do. You can fight or you can flight. You can either piss off and take the easy road or you can stay and fight. And I think at 10.30 next Wednesday night, we're going to say that, okay, New South Wales decided the, the, the former. They wanted to fight. Um and they they fought. Now we've got a decider in Sydney in a couple of weeks' times. That's that's the script. That's how it's going to be run. And I can bet my bottom dollar that the Queenslanders, even watching some of Billy Slater's interviews in the um, on different venues, different avenues, he hasn't been the quite the jovial Billy that we think. I know that he's trying to he's trying to um, you know he, he knows his players are watching him every mm. second second of the way. So he's he's a stoic type of character. He doesn't want yeah. to see any jovial um, remarks or stuff that can be quoted to use as, you know, ammunition. Um, so he's been very intense, I would say, just given the couple of interviews I've seen him do. But that all adds to it. I, you know, that all adds to the, the the circus that is Origin. Origin is one big circus. You know, Jimmy Hooper last night bloody called Freddie uh, delusional and paranoid. And, you know, this is New South Wales. This is New South Wales reporters. They're calling their own coach. Delusional and paranoid. I mean, 
<laughs> wonder why <laughs> we wonder why Brad Fittler holds his cards close to his chest because we've got our own eating ourselves. It's just it's it's origin, man. It's it's origin. Everyone loves oh. it. Everyone buys into it, and everyone everybody wants a piece of it. I don't like that part of it. I loved, as you know, when Freddie first took over as State of Origin coach. You and I were doing the show together, and Freddie implemented this this new facet to the blue side, which is open media. He's mm. like, you come down after training, you can talk to whoever you want, and yep. he told that to the players. He told that to when they had the the pre. Um, pre-season catch-up of the, you know, the potential blues. He said it to them then. He said, if I pick you, you're doing media. Yeah. Uh, and I and some people have told me that there were players that said, I, I, I'm not comfortable doing that. And Freddie said to them, well, if, you, if I pick you, you're doing it. Yeah. And and I think that was a that was a real changing of, of the vibe around the blues camp. And there was all this, if, if there was innuendo or speculation within the media, you could you could confirm it or shut it down by just going and asking the players yeah, straight after yeah. training. You could you could ask anybody anything you wanted, um, and I know that that has changed. I know that that's not what it was when he first took over, and for me that's a shame because I think that was a that that made that Blues team really accessible and likable, and we got familiar with a lot of those players. But it is what it is. Mm. Decider quickly um, the, those personnel changes that have been made. You're happy with Mitch Moses at seven? Yeah, I think I yep. think it's a look. I, I think I think the three halfbacks were all on on show for their final round. And if we're going purely on that that last round of footy before Origin was selected, you got to give it to Mitch Moses. He's his kicking game is probably you know the, the biggest in the competition. That's even mm-hmm. counting uh, including Nathan Cleary's. Um, his defence is, is is picked up a lot over the years. Um, and, and since that last game he played in twenty one, he's He's played in some big, big games, you know, the some yeah. major semis, a grand final. Um, so he's a different player to when he last replaced uh, Nathan Cleary. And, um, look, as with far my as Brisbane changing, goggles on, quickly with my Brisbane yeah. goggles on, mm-hmm. the the talk around Adam Reynolds' omission is is surprising. Oh, of course, of course. Um, it, there was always going to be some head scratching after they went to their selections, <clears throat> the New South Wales boys, but mm. that's. You know, when you got when you lose that first game, the pressure just jumps on the back. It's, yep. I, I could just imagine how how different it changes. You know, you obviously you're saying how Freddie was so open in them early days. Well, pressure just paralyzes and it makes you think. Secondly, second again, it makes you think about other things. And um, look, at, yeah, I think that the, you know, I think Stefano Iwatukamano. I think he's a good asset. I think he's mm-hmm. kind of a he'll be like a paint house type of character. Um, well, Freddie and Freddie is uh, Freddie and and the rest of that Blues coaching staff have had their eyes on, you know, again Brisbane goggles. I mean the Queensland camp, but they there's been you know speculation as to where's this guy come from. The West Tigers are down the wrong end of the table to be picking this bloke. But Freddie has had his eye on this guy since he took over the job. Like yep. he has, this guy has been a part of Freddie's plans at Origin level since he became New South Wales coach almost. You know, and, and there's a few players in doubt. Obviously, um, Liam Martin, um, Cam Murray, and Latrell haven't trained with the team yet, and and Liam Martin won't do anything physical until the ga- day of the game, which I've got no problem mm. with. You know, we're in, if we if we're in March, I'd be I'd have a problem, but we're in June, and yep. um, it's been a long three months of footy already. You don't need to be hitting hit anybody at training in, in a lead up to a major game no. like Origin to get yourself accustomed to it. How do you think they'll use Reese Robson? I think they'll start him. 
Okay. I think they'll start him and say, get out there and give us 30 minutes, mate. Just tackle, 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 tackle. And, you know, put your, you know, make sure that service is, is really good. I don't I, – I, if – kind of like Queensland, um, you don't want to see um, – Ben Hunt. Blah, blah, blah. No, you don't want to oh, see Harry, Harry Grant. Grant Harry Grant in the opening 20 minutes of Origin game. It's, he's too valuable. And I think Damien Cook's ability to get out of the – you know, Happy Coruscant is a different kettle of fish. He's both. He does mm. both the, the, the tackling as well as the – um, the the darting out of dummy half, and I think these two combine, uh, Robson and Cook. Yeah, I, I like it. I think Robson was okay. due. I think I think he was. He's always been in the peripheral by saying that he's the next man up if one of the hookers goes down. And now we're seeing the the that comes to fruition as well. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I'm I'm happy with the team, mate. I'm 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 a New South Wales fan. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Brad Fittler fan. I'm a Greg Alexander fan. I'm a Joey Johns. I'm a Vaderas fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I've worn the blue blue jersey, and I I respect anyone who's who wears it after me and um, welcome to the fraternity, um, Reese Robson and Stefano Utokamano, because it's one of them things that you can, um, you'll talk about forever. Well said, well said. I, and I can I just add, having not played for New South Wales though, I think the Latrell Mitchell inclusion is being underreported. I think this is a bloke who before game one, we were talking about him being the best player in the game. Yep. And I think people might be underestimating his impact next Wednesday night at Big some time. stadium. Oh, if, look, if he's fit and ready to roll. If he's, he's fit he, and ready to go. He's danger for Queensland. He, he is a capital D. Yep, capital D. Uh, right, hey, let's let's move back to club land. We've got uh, a round to look back on. Very quickly, um, I'm, and I'm sure you've spoken about this on uh, the Gangbuster show with uh, Mick in the mornings, Triple M Breakfast. Uh, Shane Flanagan as the Dragons coach, you like it? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I like it after they went the wrong the long way to get there. Um, I think I think they should have looked at him before Jason Riles. I think, you know, when people like Fitzgibbon, um, Serraldo all knocked this gig back, mm. like, that should have been kind of a an alert for Jason Riles. And I think he got that alert, but he got it probably two weeks too late. So a lot of people giving it to the Dragon saying, oh, this dysfunctional club have done it again. Well, they thought they had their man, and all of a yeah. sudden they didn't. Um, I think the next, I think Flanagan should have been the man from the get-go because he's been there, he's done it, he can do a, he's he's, a, he's an older coach, mm-hmm. so he's he's faced every scenario there is in rugby league from both the board, the supporters, the opponents, his 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 own team to get to a big game. He's won a comp, so he's got every scenario sorted. Um, I've I've been liking his commentary on on Fox. He's very good in media. He he, he talks he talks a real good game and and what he says makes sense. So I, I think he's a big big asset to. The dragons and now they can start with the broom and get rid of some dead wood and bring in some fresh pillows and start winning some games for their fans. He's also, and I will say just quickly, we'll move on to the games next. But I will say when you think back to what he was at the Sharks and the reason he he's out of the game and has been out pathways. of the coaching game. He's a pathway boy. He's he a pa- exactly. You look what he built with that Sharks group and he that Sharks team. When you think back to it and when they went on to that premiership premiership success. It was it was a real us against them mentality. Mm. He built it was almost like there was a wall around that Cronulla community and that Cronulla team. Yeah, and that's why it was so celebrated when that group won it. And I feel like that's exactly especially against what Melbourne is. as well. They don't against yes. Melbourne, the best team in the comp. And I feel like that's what he can do for the Dragons as well. And that's what the Dragons fans would be dying yeah. for. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. Dying for. Everything you said, I agree with. 
Right, let's get back to the footy. Round 15 in the books. We, we'll, get, we'll race through these because we know there are little ways in the rear view mirror. The well, Titans 28. I forget all of these games. I forget what happened. I'll help you out, old man. 28 okay. to 12, the Titans. Uh, they played two halves for the first time in a long time and got the job done over the West Tigers. Yeah, in particular, um, young Campbell's 5'8". I love him at 5'8". I love him being in the action. Um, I, I just think that him and Brimson could, be, could create a deadly duo. At fullback mm. and 5'8". Um, Tino was again in the in the news for his hit on Api Corusau. Again, I have no problem with it. It's a it's a contact sport. It, it's it's ironic, but that happened two weeks in a row. Reed Marnie and then yeah. uh, Api Corusau. But I, look, yeah. you know, Damien Cook's come out today in the media and said, "Look, I've, I'm I'm going to be tackling him that way as well. I've got to get my head in, out of the way mm-hmm. of his his bumpers." As I said, if he's if he's if he's running with his elbows east to west, he's, Which he he's got a problem. No, if he's going south, north to south, he's sweet because it's 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 protection. Every player they got to be somewhere. <laughs> watch this week. Watch this round round sixteen this weekend. Uh, round sixteen. Can you believe that? Oh, I know. Round sixteen. Watch all the players when they come to the defensive line where their arms are. It's just because Tino's so big, mm. and the guys who he's unfortunately knocked out the last couple of weeks have been little hookers, and you yep. got a feel for both men. But this is a contact sport, man. This is a contact sport. So. Uh, you're a good win for the Titans. As you mentioned, Liam, they needed this one. They needed to show that they can do something in the second half, and they're staying in touch with the top eight because yep. the top eight is mainly sitting in uh, 17, 17 points on in eighth. The mm-hmm. Titans are in 10th uh, spot on 16 points. So they're yeah. staying with them, um, and they've got another big game this weekend. Have well, they're they going to buy this weekend. They've got the they buy, got so there's another two points, get the points for them. So. Yeah, yeah um, Tigers come back to the field a bit. I thought the Tigers were poor in this game, and, and obviously after losing your best player through a broken jaw, yes. 10 minutes in doesn't help. But young boy, again, at fullback, starting to show how good he's going to be. Mm. And now the West Tigers, obviously, the you know now they Brooksy. have to – Talk about Brooksy, exactly. And the, you know, uh, well, all the work. Have, I, 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 this is really funny because I, I, it's like this is this should have happened five years ago. <laughs> you and, and I were talking. <laughs> I reckon you and I talked about this year we one did, of our we, show in twenty eighteen. We did. And we Does both, Brooksy need a change? And I think we had that conversation yeah, every year without fail. And it's kind of like he's done it now when everyone thinks that that's the last thing he's going to do. <laughs> It, like he's he's back to form. He's back to playing great footy. The everyone's saying, oh, you know what? He's been on a million dollars for five years. Mm. Now take half of that money yep. and sign for two. You know what he's saying? Get stuffed. Get stuffed. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm. I'm and it's a move I didn't see coming. I thought that's it. He'll play the rest of his career out at Balmain, yep. the Tigers. He's he's, he's going to be happy. But now he's being linked to the Cowboys and other clubs, and that's that's yeah. So he's the rug, he's, he's the NRL's international man of mystery. He does <laughs> he does exactly the opposite of what everyone thinks he's, he's going to do. Always a poker face. Always a <laughs> poker face. <laughs> he does have one look, doesn't yep. he? Yeah, it's he the same look. look. You yeah. wouldn't play poker with the bloke because no. he's also got a heap of cash. Um, exactly. Quickly, Raiders, Warriors, Warriors just rolled into town and spoiled the Jared Croker three <laughs> hundredth party. Uh, and Sean Johnson, you we've spoken about this on this pod, MG, that this Origin period is the time where mm. if the SJ train keeps rolling, Dally M Medal, here we come. Yeah, there's going to be some state of origin bullies start to emerge um, because of the fact there's a lot of teams that are down on troops. Um, I wouldn't be calling him a, a, an origin bully, but because he's been doing it all year with origin players in team. Yep. So, uh, yeah, look, this was very disappointing from the Raiders. I think they were too emotional. You know, the fact that they just got by the week before against the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of outside noise that why is Ricky doing this? Is it the right thing to do? You know, I've got a record saying I didn't mind what Ricky done at all. I, I did, But looking in hindsight, 
like I think it was kind of they put too much pressure mm. on that performance on that three hundred, yeah. and I think they they played accordingly. You know, we we had Croker coming out with tears. It was emotional to start with, and in the end, it was emotion can't emotion lasts for about three or four minutes in a rugby yeah. league game. You know, Origin games of the past, even when they're they're, they're most halcyon. The first three or four hit-ups and the first three or four sets, once that's done, the, the cooling-off period enters, and then that's when you start to feel your body starting to give way because of the, the physicality of the game. But this was one that was 36 points to 14. The Warriors, man, what are they sitting? They're sitting in sixth position. They jump to um, sixth. They jump over the Raiders with that the win. The Raiders stay in seventh. Uh, that, was a, that was a costly loss for the Raiders. Yep. Uh, and then Manly put a cricket score on the Dolphins. Wow. Uh, and, you know, the you start to... The Dolphins of of you feel like they've been holding up the wall up yep. until this point of the season. They jumped out of the box and and gave everybody this fairy tale story. and And Wayne kept on surprising us at times where we thought maybe this is when uh, the damn wall is going to break. And then last Friday night at, at Four Pines Park, it did break. Yeah, well, the Dolphins and Sharks, um, according to you know folklore or or <laughs> according to statistics, can't win the comp. Because they've so got, they both 50 got fifty put points. On you, that's yeah, it. both got fifty points put on them. Fifty-eight. This was this was a this was a, a slaughter. Mm. Um, it was twenty nil after fifteen minutes. Tommy Turbo, um, three players scored two tries. Ruben Garrick scored three. Uh, Ruben Garrick kicked about ten goals. It was just a, a night out for Manly and Dolphins looked. Uh, yeah, look, Dolphins looked. They hit that wall that you were speaking about, or that yeah. dam, and um, things don't get any easier for them. But they, well, it does get a little bit easier because they've got Kafusi back in their team this week and. They've missed his defensive uh, vigor. Yeah, well, they've got the bye as well. And how's this for a bit yeah. of inside word, MG? The Dolphins get all the Queensland teams have got a week off this week. It's going to make my life very difficult. But uh, Finn, um, Finn Diesel, Felice Cafusi, is playing Queensland Cup. Wow! Just to get to he's playing in the he's playing in the QRL for the Redcliffe Dolphins. Uh, I think they're playing uh, the <laughs> Devils. Wow! The North Devils. North Devils, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, they'll be looking. Whoever's playing for the North Devils will be out for a scalp. <laughs> I know. A, a, I said it scalp. should be illegal. Yeah. Felice Cavusi, what he's been doing in the NRL, shouldn't be allowed to go around and play in Queensland Cup. Oh, it'd be good for him. A few blokes pulling the hamstrings in the warm-up for the Devils. Yeah, I've got, the, I've got, I've got the, <laughs> some I've got a sniffle. <laughs> See ya, man. Then we move along, and it was uh, the Dragons with a, wow. with a good win, 36-30 over an understrength Rabbitohs. There was no Latrell, There was no Cody Walker. There's no Jairo. There was no Cam Murray. But still, yeah. this is a team with premiership aspirations. Yeah. Um, I think you'll see the Dragons improve at the back end of the season purely for the fact that the, the, water, is no, the, the water is no longer muddied. Starting mm-hmm. to clear. Starting, they've put some, you know, some chlorine into that dirty water. <laughs> And it's starting to clear up a bit. You can see some sun starting to shine through the clouds at, at uh, Cogra and at Wynn Stadium. And um, this was this was one effort that I, th- I thought would please their incoming coach Shane Flanagan in particular. Um, South, yeah, look, this was one of them games where they were either going to or they weren't. Um, with a plethora of players out, they, you know, they're still sitting in fourth position. In fact, the top four at the moment are basically solidified. I, I would say Penrith, Brisbane, Melbourne, and South. I think. I think the the premier from this year is going to come from one of them blo- mm. one of them teams, um, but yeah, look at it's the dragons. Good on them. I I, I I didn't pick them to win this game, but I'm glad they did because it'll give them untold um, confidence going to the next game and uh, a double win for them and a team that hasn't had many wins of, of recent time, Liam, mm-hmm. in months or years. 
um, it was good to see the Dragons, A, get the win over the Rabbitohs, and B, finally get their coach that they should have gotten from the get-go. Yeah, uh, and they get the bye this weekend as well, the Dragons, so hopefully there's no barbecue incidents and, and we yeah. can come out Please into round cool, 17. Boys. Please be cool. Please, Please be, cool. be good. Actually, that is, we should send that message out. Dragons players, well, there's just five, be there's good this teams, weekend. Seven teams with a bye this week. Just be good this weekend, especially the Dragons. You've had a win. You've got yeah. your new coach name. The last thing you Don't need celebrate. as a club is a is a headline yeah. for all the wrong reasons on Monday morning. So please yep. be good. Um, just quickly, I really enjoyed your pool analogy. I like the idea that they've you know they've thrown the chlorine in. They finally fixed yep. the creepy crawly. It's finally got the suction yep. back, and the pool is cleaning up. Herb, what are you going to do about this pool? Oh, I've tried something, Martha, but I can't get it going. We no, had that one pool guy coming around, and then he decided to go to a pool down in Melbourne, so we had to find another bloke. <laughs> okay. He's come to clean the pool. Broncos, Knights, uh, Adam Reynolds with a bit of late minute, uh, 77th, what was it, 76th yeah. minute try to, to Reno. Um, yeah. They got over the line. Yeah, the, the Knights, again, were, um, look, there's this talk about, Adam O'Brien's job being on the line and, you know, there's some murmurings about this and that, the Frizzell, you know, he might be leaving and other, I like the way they play. I, I, I just like the way they roll their slugs up the Knights and um, I, I, I think with Ponga being back in that team, it just makes them that, that bit more slicker, bit more, bit more, bit more you know, special. Obviously, mm. he's one of, the, one of the game's premier players, so it has to be, but uh, they were in this game, as you say, twenty to eighteen with seven minutes, uh, three minutes to go, seventy seventh minute. They probably deserved the win because I think they're the better team in this game. Um, right. I think, I think, I think the long haul of the last few weeks had finally hit the Broncos, and they sh- they played accordingly. Um, but to get a win out when you've got blokes backing up, two, you know, seven, uh, three games in like seven or eight days, mm-hmm. like they played, um, I think. Kevin Waters would be ultra impressed that they got this game and, and they won it. Especially now that they get a weekend off to recover yeah, of and course. recoup and all the rest of it. Of so, uh, Kevin, you just keep ticking along. Um, and you're right about the night. They're probably the most misrepresented team in terms of yeah. ladder position as to how they're actually traveling. I agree. Um, um, you know, you could argue the Bulldogs as well, who've made life difficult for teams, but they're still learning how to win a bit at the moment. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Roosters, well. here's the question that got put to me uh, today. Said, can, they said, can you please, when you speak to the Wild Panther, can you please ask him, is he putting a line through the Sydney Roosters? Um, 30 to 6, they lost to the Panthers. They can't win the comp. No, I don't think they're going to, I'm not going to put a line through them making the eight, but they can't win the comp. No. They're um, <clears throat> they're the most disappointing team of 2023, 20, in my opinion. I've, mm. And I can take it, we can probably look back to the, the one, the one um, selection that uh, Trent Robinson made was on Young Walker. It seems to be ever since that controversial um, selection was made that things have gone backwards for the tricolours, and yeah. they've certainly got the cattle uh, on the oh, on the paddock to do it. Just having a look at the team that the they put out against the Yin Yang and, and Joey Manu. Look, I've actually oh, they're, they're playing um, the Knights this week, and the, would you believe it, the Knights are a dollar eighty five, the Roosters are dollar two dollars thirty. I never thought I'd see the day when that would happen. I think the, I think the Roosters might get the Knights, but. It's something. Look, no Tedesco, so you'll see Joey Mooney go to fullback. Um, there's just so much. What's the word? You know, intrigue around this team at the moment. Mm. Kind of don't know what's going on with them. You, you hear different reports that this is happening. They're getting rid of. I read this morning where they're unloading five or six of their players, or seven or eight of their players. They want to out with the old, in with the new. So 
It's um, because it's been a destination club for so long. We've, so we've long. All, all for, it's been the destination club. I can't remember a season. I can't remember this, a rooster, a Trent Robinson-led Brewster's team under the spotlight like this ever since he's been a coach of them. And because of Nick Politis, and let's yep. not – because of the power that Nick Politis wields – and yep. because of the success that they've had on field, they've been somewhat, you know, um, impenetrable to to criticism yep. to a, yep. to a degree. The biggest criticism has been how are they affording to pay all these players? But mm. you know, it's a destination club; players want to play there. And all of a sudden, the Joseph Suali'i issue uh, with the rugby union signing. Yeah, that's un- see this. Yeah, you're right. You you you, re- you I can see where you're leading down the path. It's unrooster-like. It's ve- and then that the Sam Walker. Dropping, um, the fact that Angus Crichton had his own bunch of issues at the start of the year, which saw him take some time away. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten over that. Whatever it, it was, he's, he's he's a shell of a player. He's not the he's not the same Angus Crichton that no. you know went to the Kangaroos with the World Cup at the end of last no. year. No, and all of a sudden, because they're not having that on field success, now it's like, whoa, hold on, this spotlight, which normally just gets brushed away, is is growing yeah. and. Again, Trent Robinson has earned the right at, with his what he has done over the years to, you know, they could theoretically have three seasons at the bottom of the ladder, not winning comps and not oh, playing in grand finals, and no one could be critical because he, along with Craig Bellamy you, and the again, Storm. Again, while I'm, I'm thinking of it, you can even add the Jason Rolls assistant coaching into that. That's another one. I forgot that's about a, that one. Yeah, I just thought of it then. I thought, well, that's that's, yeah. You put all it's them a in pattern. The it pot. starts to look like a bit of a pattern mm. of disharmony. Yeah, it's look, and those those from inside the walls will tell you there's nothing disharmony about us. There's, you know, they it's just purely and simply they're in a bad patch. Mm. Every club yeah. will go through it. Every club does go through it. Well, Melbourne mm. don't seem except, to have, except Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, when they're sitting twelfth on the ladder on sixteen points, they're they're on they're on the good thing about it. They're only two points out of the eight. Um, yeah. but, but they're not playing. They're not playing like they can win a competition. They're, yeah. They're playing like they're making up the numbers at the moment, and that's un, unrooster-like. It's you yeah. know they they will come good. You know they will. Of course they will. Of course it, they it's, will. It's, it's, it's how long they're going to leave that run until they? Because yeah. as I said, we're around sixteen this weekend, and there's only a 10, 10 weeks after this until the mm-hmm. you know the semis are upon us. So yep. the fingers are going to get pulled out. And in the meantime, uh, Panthers just keep being Panthers. You know, the uh, the when when it's Origin season and everyone nicks off to where the sky blue or whatever it is, Dylan Edwards just dominates. Yeah, I thought Jerome Luai was really good in this game as well. I thought, um, you know, and I think Freddie will will kind of lean on him in, in Origin to do the exact same. I thought Jerome people Luai suggesting was... that he shouldn't be in game two are no, kidding themselves. Well, that's. You know, and that's that's mainly coming from this side of the, the border. That's that's what shits me. You know, that's what no, you wouldn't see a Queensland <laughs> uh, saying that about one of their own. We no way. That's where that's where we let ourselves down as a state, and that's we've been doing it. It's 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 we've done it for a long, long time. Um, but it does piss me off a bit because during the way, if you watch rugby league closely, um, quite a year to start the year than he was he's used to. But so did Penrith, and then. Yeah, and I thought I thought in the origin first origin in Adelaide, him, Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin, um, were probably our three best with Brian Toll, oh, the four Penrith boys. That's not and being biased. That's not and being if we're calling, bit biased. No, but if we're calling a spade a spade on this occasion, th- the criticism of Jerome Luai is almost nothing to do with his capabilities as a oh, footballer. No, it's, it's all about his. It's all about his. his uh, it's his demeanour uh, ex- that people exterior. don't like. Yeah, 
They, it's it's the of... it's that outwardly brash confidence yeah. that a, that a certain type of person doesn't like, and it, that's the reason he cops all this criticism. But yeah, Reese Walsh is Reese Walsh can say something after the first game about you know New South Wales and well, and no one says anything about it. Mm. It's, he's he's fine to say that. It's it's horses for courses. Yeah. And I look, I, oh, I, pe- people saying that we had to pick Nico, New South Wales had to pick Nico Hines because he said I hate Queensland. Yet if if Jerome Luai, you feel like if Jerome Luai had said that, he would have been oh, shouted yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Can't give him ammunition. What are you doing? Yeah, well, come on. <sighs> yeah. um, look, I'm, I'm glad he's in the ga- this game. I, I think the last couple of games, club games in particular, he's been really, really good after the origin. And um, last week against the Roosters, he was probably our best on the field, Panthers. Um, yeah, look, at a comprehensive victory, 30 points to six. Saw the old buck and the young, young buck. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves and Spencer Lenu at each other. I love it. I love yeah, this it's shit. Good. It's it's it's, it's what makes the game go around. It's it's Spencer unlucky not to be there next week. Going, come on, it's not a good look. Come on, nah, nah, nah. Well, man, there's, there's it's record, still there's a contact a, sport. It's still a contact sport. Um, yeah. Cricket score uh, number oh. two from last round, fifty-four to ten. This one yeah. would, I reckon, Craig Fitzgibbon would have had some very reflective moments after this one. Yeah, and this is the game that uh, Nico kind of played himself out of a jersey. Um, I, I thought he only had to be. Competitive with the with the storm to to get that number seven jersey, but um, when you're getting beat fifty four points to ten, five runs for twenty nine meters, um, it doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut mm. it at all. And that's um, that's against Melbourne in Melbourne. Imagine Queensland in Queensland. So you know what? He, he'll, have another, he'll get another opportunity. He'll get another opportunity in the blue sky blue jersey. And, and I'm pretty sure it'll be sooner rather than later because I think his form is just irresistible. I, I just Oh, he'll get back. I hope he gets back on the horse and just dusts himself off and goes, okay, there's another lesson learned because it, it's been kind of, since he's come from Melbourne into the shark system, it's kind of been all clear, all pretty clear, clear stay, uh, sailing. sailing. Yep. He's had no rough, no rough waters. He's had, he's mm-hmm. just, so this bit of a hiccup he's experiencing now is character building. It'll make him better. Because you can't go all the way through your, your rugby league career getting uh, kisses on the bum. You need to you need to you need to get a couple of kicks up the bum as well. Kicks and figur- kisses, the life figur- of a rugby. Figurative, figuratively speaking, <laughs> kicks and kisses on the ass. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I thought it was a little bit of um, shithousery by Cam Munster to set up a try on Nico Hines in the exact same fashion yeah. that he did win game when he no, when he set up Xavier Munster. Oh, that was calculated. That was a message. If I that was that was I did this to you at State of Origin. I'm going to do it to you again. Yeah, we need we need so we, that's we need someone from New South Wales to do a Cameron Munster on Cameron Munster. We just need oh. that person. We it's it's crying out for for one of our Blues boys to do it. Uh, last game, Eels Bulldogs. This was the King's birthday game. This was the game where Mitch Moses showed that uh, he he deserved the number seven. Um, yep. Bulldogs will be disappointed, but this was Par- This is why Parramatta made the grand final last year. That's when you right. got Gutho scoring a hat trick inside the first twenty five minutes, when you got Mitch Moses pulling the strings like he was, this is a really good football side that admittedly had to play and will continue to play without Dylan Brown. Yeah, and um, Regan Campbell Gillard's first game back from injury since that Broncos game up in Darwin. Um, Still got uh, Madison and Sean Lane to come back. Looking ominous, I will say. They're looking ominous. They, 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 they overnight ricochet into ninth position after yeah. after sitting in fourteenth two weeks ago. Um, yeah, look, I think they're starting to get the 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 gist of this uh, this backing up from a, a grand final 
appearance season. And I think they're looking really good. I think in particular the coaches has learned a lot from last year as well, and he's implementing that into the game. Sure, it was only the, the doggies, but, man, I've seen the dogs push other teams a lot more than um, the, the Eels let them push them around on the weekend. Oh, yeah. the, the Eels were dominant from the word go, and as you mentioned, um, Gutho, boom, boom, boom. And we're talking about fullbacks in Dylan Edwards and Latrell Mitchells and the Tedescos. Well, I'll tell you what, Gutho's form, you always get an 8 out of 10 from him every, every single game. Yep. He's mm-hmm. always in the game up to his eyeballs. Um, I thought young Arcee, Dijon Arcee at five eight was really really good. He just done. He didn't have to play his hand. He he, he went for a run in about the fifteenth or twentieth minute, broke through to the the, uh, the backfield and, and set up a try. So yeah, look, uh, Parramatta were really good. Um, Doggies weren't so good. They uh, in, um, unfortunately for Tevita Pengai Junior, then a couple of misses on uh, Mitchell Moses. Were, they stood out um, and that kind of probably lost him his position in the Blues team. Yep. Uh- what, I want to give a quick shout-out to the Parramatta Power Brokers, the decision-makers at the club, because if not for their decision earlier in the year to extend Brad Arthur's contract, yep. right now we would be dealing with should the Eagles sack Brad Arthur. That's, yep. the, that's the conversation that would have been had in the media over the last month or so it's, because of where they're at on the ladder. And because I think – because the Eels board and, and were, were strong enough and brave enough to go, no, the, he, the, he's our guy, yep. and extend it. We're not having those conversations, and nor should we, because he took no. his team to a grand final last year. And in turn, he overtook uh, Brian Smith as the longest-serving Parramatta coach of all time So yep. last Monday. So, look, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to round 16, even though it'll be a split round with a lot of players out. and A lot of buys. A lot let's, of buys. Let's, seven teams having buys. Let's have quickly go through these tips. Let's tip it. Panthers-Cowboys. Uh, Panthers. Panthers away. It's going to be a hard game, although unbelievably, somehow the Cowboys are missing almost as many state of origin players. I think it's identical. I think it's five each. I think Dearden, so, no, Dearden's back playing, isn't he? So, Dearden is back. He's not He's not going to be 19th but, man this so week. So where Dearden comes back in, Nanai goes out. So And four. Robson. And Robson, shit. Robson, Nanai, Tualangi, Cotter. And Val Holmes. And Val Holmes. They're, missing, they're sitting 14th and they're missing five players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Panthers. Um, Knights Roosters. You spoke a little bit about this game earlier on. The Knights are raging favourites. In yeah, this I think game. Roost- I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's in Newcastle. This is the game. It's in Newcastle. When we talk on when we talk on the uh, podcast next Wednesday, this will be the game we will discuss and we'll say was that the turning point for the Roosters season? One way or the other. If the Knights kick their ass, we're going to say that they're they're no it's chance gone. of making the eight. If they come back and they fight back, well, there's a chance for them to. To you know, be some yep. trouble around the semi-final time, but I think Roosters in a tight one. I think I think we'll see Joey Manu roar back into some form. Eels, Manly, Combank Stadium. Now, no Mitch Moses or Junior Barlow for the Eels, uh, and obviously Daly and Tom Turbo both disappear for Manly. What about Brad Arthur naming the biggest five-eight in the history of rugby league at Ryan Madison? <laughs> well, this is the. This is the this is the giant five eight game because Schuster's got, on the other side. We've got Schuster <laughs> against Madison, the two biggest five eights in the history of NRL that ever played against each other, and we're seeing it in this game. We're seeing it oh, in the in the Gutho Cup, the Clint Gutherson Cup. He's played for both clubs. Um, oh, God, I don't know in this game. I really don't. Is which which group of players negates the other team? Well, negates their own team more than look. You take Mitch Moses. And Junior Bolo out of Parramatta, that's massive. Yep. But you take Tommy Turbo out of Manly and DCE, they're the two men. Oh, mm. 
the fact that okay, the fact this is at Combank Stadium, I'll lean towards the Eels. Yeah. And I think Guffo, Matt. I think Guffo. I think Guffo drags points, his team I, over the this, line. If this is four points, I, I think Manly. But it's a, it's a, Combank. Just, I see. I think Eels. Just quickly, uh, average the uh, the average weight of the five eights in this game: hundred and six point five kilos. Hundred and six point five kilos. <laughs> we have a record. This is. <laughs> poor, I mean, you, you think about. You think about some of the, the you know, Luke Keery's thinking, what the hell is going oh, on here? Wow. What are uh, Jaden Campbell's thinking? <laughs> What's oh. happening? It's been put 5 8 against the Battle of the Giants. Uh, West Tigers Storm, Campbelltown Sports Stadium. Well, well, well. If ever there's an upset on the cards, this is it. Tigers over the Storm. Um, <sighs> no Luke Brooks, no Stefano Toikamano, no Abby yes. Gorosau. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, yeah, I think you got to go Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, just, and, and again, look, they lose all their origin stars as well, but Jerome Hughes is still there. Yeah, and, and so is Nelson. And um, big Nelson's there. So, so is um, Nick Mooney. Still a very good side. Sharks, Bulldogs, the final game of round 16. This one, <laughs> Shark Park, uh, not after dark. By the time they finish, it'll probably be darkish. But um, Sharks, 50 on them last week. Nico Hines being um, admitted from origin. Everything to play for. I think Sharks, I think Sharks, I think they should bounce back in a big way. Yep, I agree. I'm with you. Righto, there we go. Round 16 in the books. Now, next week, you and I will be getting together pre-State of Origin. Yep. Uh, we'll be, everybody who enjoyed the State of Origin um, Rumble, Origin Rumble that was uh, on air before our, our broadcast, we'll be doing that again with Gordon Tallis. Um, but we will be doing MG's paper test ahead of uh, Game yep. 2 to pick a winner for State of Origin Game 2 at Suncorp Stadium. Bring it on. Bring it on. Until Six then, eight. MG. Adios, amigo. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.